Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do dig that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, and join me is my co host, not Deion Sanders, but Primetime. What's going on, y'all? It's me, the P-R-I-M-E. And also joining me is uh, my wife, the greatest catch lady sketch. Hello. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to yawn. (laughs) I didn't mean to yawn right then. Uh, So, we are back here. The last wrestling podcast for No Gimmicks Needed in the year 2020. As we are coming to end of 2020 and uh, next year, we are looking for bigger and brighter things. Next year, uh, next week's show is going to be big. And I, we had plans to, you know, close out 2020 on a fun note uh, this this week. But 2020, let us know that it ain't done yet. It's very heartbreaking and it's very sad that uh, we had to sit here and report the passing of John Huber, a.k.a. Luke Harper, a.k.a. Mr. Brody Lee in AEW, his most recent run. Died at the age of 41 to a non-COVID-related lung disease. And it shocked the wrestling world because this was a very this is an active wrestler like we mm-hmm. uh, we just seen him uh we really just seen him in a him dog collar match in that desert that's his final match which you know it, it has more symbolism to it uh in the dark collar matchup and uh it hit the wrestling world hard I, I don't know the last time now we've had active wrestlers pass away recently but they were more so on the indie level or lower level. But somebody this high caliber that like the whole wrestling world knew and respected. I don't know if we had that in a while. I I'm about to say since, since since Voldemort did that stuff. And uh, you know, like I said, if 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 I'm if I am wrong, please feel free anybody out there to, to correct me. You know, I, I was sitting. You know, it's it's Christmas time. I hope everybody enjoyed the holidays. But I was sitting in uh, the bed. I was watching. Uh, it's just so happy I was watching the movie Soul. 
and I I got the text uh, from Chubbs, and he was saying that, uh, did you know Brody Lee passed away? And I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, usually when you hear that, like, because you just told me Kevin Green passed away. Okay, okay. And I was just like, wait a minute. Okay, so I was like, you, you, you mean Kevin Green, right? He said, no, Brody Lee just died. And I said, I looked up the news and it, it, it felt like a dagger in my heart. Because I didn't even tell my wife automatically until the movie was over. And I was oh, just like, dang. okay. Yeah, well, we, we, we only had about 21 minutes after the movie. And I was just like, yeah, I, I, I want her to, you know, to get, get through the movie. And I was like, but uh, it put a dagger in my heart. Okay. You know, okay. and I was like, you know, for for, for me personally, because, you know, death comes in threes. And we, we, we had the uh, three wrestler deaths and stuff like that uh, it, that has happened. Uh, and also, you know, just in, just in general. But when it comes to the things that I adore the most when it comes to professional wrestling, when it comes to basketball, and when it comes to my movies, I have lost, uh, you know, three people of, you know, high caliber this whole year. Uh-huh. Sorry, with Kobe in the beginning, Chadwick in the middle, and I brought Lee at the end. People that are still young and all in their 40s. That's some weird shit right there. It is. And I, I'm starting off the podcast by I'm, I'm honoring this man here. His um his wife put out a statement uh you know after you know uh he passed away. Said uh she put out on Twitter that my best friend died today. I never wanted to write those out those words, my heart is broken. The world saw him as an amazing Brody Lee, uh, uh, also known as Luke Harper. But he was my best friend, my husband, and the greatest father you will ever meet. No words can express the love I feel or how broken I am right now. Uh, he passed around, surrounded by loved ones after a hard-fought battle with a non-COVID-related lung disease. Uh, the Mayo Clinic is literally the best team of doctors and nurses on the world who surrounded me with constant love. On top of that, I can't express my love and admiration for the way All Elite Wrestling has treated has treated not only my husband but myself and my kids. Uh, she has all the names here and you know the stuff like that. Uh, and the rest of the team at AEW have helped keep me standing and picked up all the broken pieces. I've been surrounded by so much love and incredible people. I can't uh, tag them all but but you know who they are and I don't think they will ever know how thankful I am for them so uh it's heartbreaking yeah I'll before I get more into you know the history stuff like that I'll uh you guys thoughts when you heard the news uh you can go first ladies sketch uh I mean I'm kind of along the same lines where I thought he was wrong. Like, he said, Brody Lee died. And I was just like, that's not who I think it is. Uh, you sure? <laughs> and he's just like, uh, yeah. And it's like, Luke, Luke Harper? He's like, yeah. And I'm just sitting here thinking, like, he can't be that old. 
Um, and then he told me what his uh, wife had tweeted. I'm just like, that's nuts. Like, I thought Shad would be the most shocking, um, like, wrestling passing this year. Because I'm not saying, it, it's sad when anybody goes. Even those, and I just want to say, it is okay if you feel some kind of attachment to someone you don't know personally to to feel away about it. Because I, I see a lot of folks who like to, like, rag on people for it. But it was just like, it was a lot, uh, you know, of deaths this year. But most of them were people who were older or who were sick or something like that. But... Shad was really shocking and it seemed to shake up like the wrestling world and everybody talked about how great of a guy he was and then now Brody Lee and it's the same thing all o- it's like the same thing all over again where everybody's just like he's such a great guy and he was never nothing he was never anything but nice um to everybody in the locker room and you know he was great to work with and he was so young and this is unexpected. And it's just like, it it sucks. Because, I mean, who would really expect to get, like, some news like that? It's, it's different when it's, like, your legend and things. But an active wrestler yeah, who was, just had a match, like, a couple, what was it, a week, two, a week or two ago? No, about a couple months ago. A couple months ago? He, he, he's been... That it that that dog collar happened like September, right? Or October? I think in October when Cody yeah, I think Cody came back in October. Yeah. Well he wasn't he was around. I don't I don't think he he didn't have a, a match, but um they were talking about how, you know, they did the the little thing with his son a little while ago where he got to pin Kenny Omega. So it was recent. Mhm. Um that he was around doing something. I don't know what, but I, I don't know, it's just, it's always crazy to hear things like that, especially when it's like a sports star of some kind. You know, these are people who you think of being in, like, peak physical fitness. So it's like when they're struck down in their prime, essentially, it's, it's crazy. Well, Unfortunate. What about you, Prime? Yeah, I mean, this, this man is, this man is loved by everybody. This man was like on the cusp of becoming like so much bigger and better. Um, started out slow with the McMahon gimmick, and then now he finally found his footing in AEW, and then he passed. That's kind of that's kind of sad. You know, it, it is very sad because when he came in AEW, because first of all, for anybody who knows that me and Prime reviewed the Wednesday War every week, I can't stand the Dark Order. <laughs> I can't. I didn't Dark Order was a waste of time. I didn't. When he came in out, I. I felt bad for Brody Lee coming into the Dark Order. I was like, the Dark Order sucks. And for that short amount of time, he made the Dark Order relevant. And I'm not just saying it's because he passed away. Y'all can go back and listen to my old Wednesday Night War reviews of when they had Dark Order jumping Cody and stuff like that. He did a surprise attack with him with the TNT Championship. That was all good stuff. And I was like, okay, I have to like the Dark Order this week. Because before then, I couldn't stand these guys, but... And they were definitely getting over on BTE as well, too. So that's kind of what helped them get over on the main rock. Like, 
I guess when they do good on BTE, I guess Tony kind of gives them more chances on the main roster to say, here, be entertaining. And I guess they just took it and kind of ran with it. Got you. Okay, so it, 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 makes, it makes sense also. So, um, but, you know, I we, I, we was all first introduced to Luke Harper before the Royal Elite thing back during the Wyatt family. And uh, at at first glance, I'm just like, "Who this guy looks like trouble." And I, and, uh, I ain't gonna leave a lie to you. You know what he looked like. He, he, I exactly know what he looked look, look, look like. The whole wide family at that point. I was like, "But they became this like elite stable." Like I'm talking about the original wide family. I'm not talking about the one with Strowman in there. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the original three man wide family. And um. Before I get into the, like the story, the stories and something uh, about the Wyatt family and how I grew on them, uh, Bray Wyatt, obviously the leader of the Wyatt family, put out a heartfelt uh, tribute message to uh, John Herbert, and he he said this is what he said, and it it, it was really personal because you know Bray Wyatt's one of them kind of guys also that I ain't hear nothing bad about him neither. Mm-hmm. Like he plays these these crazy. I mean. Well, I mean, I heard one bad thing. <laughs> I was about to say. Okay, mine's JoJo thing. Uh, I'm sorry yeah, about it, about him and his wife and JoJo thing. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. You right. You right. I'm, I'm talking about yeah. Okay. Yeah, they right back. Let's backtrack. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but he did put this out. He says, "You were my best friend, my brother, my partner, my Terry Gordy. We changed this whole game because we refused to do it any other way but our way." You, we were always at our best when we were a team. I think we both knew it. We fought like brothers because we were. I'm so goddamn pissed. This isn't how it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be us fat, bald, and useless running wire family spots in high school gyms in our 70s. Uh, where do we go now? What What do I do knowing I'll never hear your uh, condescending sarcasm as I'm riding high? I miss you so fucking much already. I would do anything just to just to just live through our worst moments again. I can't believe you're gone. I'm so sorry, brother. I'm so sorry. You will always be a part of me, whether I like it or not. Without you, everything is different. And I hope Amanda truly knows that I... Uh, truly knows that I am here not just to uh, say it but because I love them too I will make sure your son knows the incredible man you were not the legends people will tell but the real uh, the real you that very few people got to see I promise I'll put them over clean in the dark matches when he's old enough just like I promise hmm. I'm hurting so bad I wish I had a chance to say goodbye but then again it's Saturday, you know what that means. Anybody who follows Luke Harper on social media, he does that every single day. He's doing it. He did it for like four years straight. Straight. It, it would be like, it's Tuesday, so you know what that means. It's, at first, he'd be like, what does that mean? What does it mean? And he just does it every single day. <laughs> like, that, that, that's been a Luke, uh, a, a Broly Lee, that's been a trait of his for like the past four years. But uh, that's what he, so he means when he puts Saturday, you know what that, uh, you know what that means. Save me a seat next to you whenever or wherever you are. That's where I belong. I'll be there when it's my time. Goodbye forever, Brody. I love you. Very heartfelt, very emotional. 
yeah, you know, of course. Uh, yep. you know, of reading that thing. And he ain't the only tweet. That's just the, one, the main one because I was about to go into do I have anything. Everybody from both sides of the, f- the fence, from WWE to um, AEW, have been putting out emotional I'm tweets. A, I'm going to read this thing from Vince McMahon real quick. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> the uh, the entire WWE family is deeply saddened by the passing of John Herbert. No to the WWE Universe's Luke Harper. Our thoughts and prayers are with John's family and friends and fans. So and he posted a picture of him at WrestleMania. Which one? I think the one we won the, the title. Yeah. Oh, thirty four, right? Yeah. The uh, the. the uh, yeah, the mark. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes, uh, I think it's cool that they both on both sides, and they was kind of sharing each other. Like AEW was sharing WWE posts, and WWE was sharing AEW posts. I kind of like it. It it, 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 need, to, it, it needs to be something to to mend the walls because this guy meant a lot to both sides, mm-hmm. which I expect to see tributes from Raw, NXT, SmackDown, and AEW all this week. Well, I know. Uh. I know they're gonna do a. I know they're gonna do a physical tribute on AEW because he was like still kind of active. He has a. He has, he's the leader of a stable. Yeah. So I know they're gonna Dark Order's gonna do something, but like Raw and SmackDown might just get that graphic at the beginning, of course. Do you but think we get? Do you think we get the whole roster out there for the ten bus salute? I I feel like it would be warranted. I don't. I don't know for him. I mean, it's not even though it's not his fault that he couldn't do more, but you know, he's not like one of those people that. Universally known, I, you know what I can. You can. It's, it's almost you can argue that because the the, the, the difference between Luke Harper is see, he was obviously he didn't have too much of a solo run over there, mm-hmm. but he was part of their Wyatt family, and I remember uh, the when the Wyatt family like I think they hit their stride and on running. Remember Elimination Chamber twenty fourteen. Yeah, when they fought the Usos? No, when they fought the Shield. The, the Shield, yeah, okay, my bad. And one of was, uh, the, yeah. if not the best six-man tag match in um, the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Because that was the kind of, uh, the atmosphere. The, the crowd was chanting, this is awesome, before they even touched. And they had a, uh, a drag-out brawl for about twenty plus minutes, and it was a damn near awesome encounter because everybody was like, "These were the, these were, were the strongest uh, three man teams that was out there at that time." And I um, uh-huh. I was gonna say the only reason I I was gonna say that they probably won't is just because of the WWE. You know, the people that they feel it needs to do it is gonna do it, and people that don't really need it, they don't they gonna put that graphic up. That's you know. I'm just saying we 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 all see that Tony Khan has like a passion for his people. He treats them like yeah. people, and you know Vince kind of treats them like a paycheck. So that's he, all the he, reason I said they he, probably he, won't. He he does that, but when it comes to, I will say when it comes to somebody that has died that that you know, if Vince is putting out tweets, because I it's like. I don't remember if it's like certain people that passed away that was part of WWE that's not been there anymore or has gone to the other side or whatever the case may be. You know, someone has died, Vince has probably tweeted something about it or maybe it's like, you know, that's on my rail. I, I better say something. 
but to the point where it's like, because Vince don't even use Twitter that much. Because you know, the next time Vince is going to be on his Twitter is Martin Luther King Day. It's gonna be a happy birthday to somebody. Yeah, it's gonna be a happy birthday, and this somebody gonna post a Shane McMahon happy birthday tweet under. I'm about to say it's gonna be the shady Shane McMahon happy birthday tweet. Yeah, I would say, but you you already know. Look, after after New Year's, after 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 Christmas, the next thing Vince care about is Martin Luther King Day because he's a Martin Luther King mark. Don't I don't understand, but still, it's his personal hero. Yeah, man, you know he got to send them five or six people down to uh, to one of the hotel. <laughs> he got, he got, he's at sending them five, six people down to the hotel. But uh, seeing like I seen Wale was tweeting like his own Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, was tweeting. You know, it's Saturday, so you know what that means. Uh, I mean, well, he was yeah, at Wale was... Mania. I, I he been at come on Wale Mania. Yeah. You know what? Uh, Brody Lee was somebody who sh- I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, be honest with you because. He shocks me a lot because I remember uh, Lady Sketch coming to me had to be a couple years ago, and she and then she was like, "You know, Luke Harper out here tweeting Gucci Mane," <laughs> and I said, "I'm sorry, who?" And I said, "Luke Harper out here tweeting Gucci Mane." I was just like, "Oh." So the first thing in my mind, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, be honest with yourself, I judged him. I said, "What the fuck did he say about Gucci Mane?" <laughs> like that's what I was saying. I was like, "What did he say about Gucci Mane?" And then come to find out, it's like, no, he tweeting quotes to somebody that Gucci Mane said. And I was just like, uh. And then, um, you know, I've seen pictures of him at Wally Mania. I've seen, you know, P- Big E on shit about like a shit ton of stuff. Oh, yeah, Big E on shit about every picture he had together. His yeah. stories. I'm just like, y'all, please. Y'all are gonna make me cry. The picture with him and Shad at the last Wale Mania. Uh, that they touched home for real. Time. I was like, oh my god, that had to be what this year? That was earlier this year, or was it? Because it was a WrestleMania. No, that was last year. Cause last they ain't had one for WrestleMania. Was a, this year. Yeah, because this year there was no WrestleMania, like physical WrestleMania. Oh, so it had right. to be last year. So it was like last year. These these two guys are in a picture together. Mm-hmm. At Wale Mania, and now they're both going so unexpectedly. It, it, it just it, 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 you know Big E has talk about what what, what Brody Lee has done for the community. What he has done for you know him personally. Yeah. I, I remember when uh, when when George Floyd died, knew they did their special podcast. He was retreating it all over the place. Yeah, he said he cried with him when he cried about George Floyd dying. You know, he uh, somebody else uh, tweeted that he bought them their ring gear. Uh, he oh, said, that's um, uh, John Silver. Yeah, he he said um, he bought him his ring gear. I guess I think he said because he thought it would elevate his character and stuff like that. Well, and, they he's like in the dark order. He's like the leader, and he kind of was getting the push, so he kind of wanted them to match, basically. Yeah. But he, the matching gear. It's like he didn't have to. He don't have to do none of that. He bought somebody yeah. else podcast equipment. Mm-hmm. You know, like all the it's, it's nothing but good stories. And you know, everybody always say, "Well, folks just say nice stuff because somebody died." But I never heard like in the age of social media, uh-huh. it's so easy to hear trash shit about people. I mean, everybody from uh, the regular person of the black to celebrities 
Mm-hmm. You never heard nothing crazy about this guy. Like, you never heard nobody came out and said no crazy hey. scorn shit when he left WWE. Nobody said anything wild about him while he was there or while he was in AEW. And usually if somebody has a troubled history or they're an evil person underneath whatever the case may be and they and people see them getting a lot of love, they will come out to just bring down Just to rain on the parade. To rain on the parade. And I have not seen it's like I see I see that see, see that with Shad. If you truly love the person, if you were truly inspired by the person he meant a lot to you that's the the love i get there is just no reason to hate this guy and i'm going by oh i don't know this guy personally mm-hmm. I, I never i never got a chance to like to go out to a wrestling convention and meet this guy you know what i'm saying but all i know is just that from what i have been reading from his peers and i'm talking about all of his peers i'm not talking I'm not. It's not just a, a certain group. It's not just a certain, uh, a certain sex or just just AEW. I'm talking about gl- all over the place. And we probably going, you know, probably going to see that love spread all over the place throughout all the wrestling shows because that he he meant a lot. And with him being a part of that Wyatt family in the beginning, and then him going. Um, him staying there, and uh, you know, the, the, when the wife family got stale, and then they did the whole Randy Orton um, thing in 2016. I do believe that that could have been his opportunity to uh, go for another singles run because after the wife, he almost, fam- uh, huh? he almost, I think he almost had a chance at the, at the belt. Remember him and AJ had that battle royal, and whoever won mm. got a championship match, and AJ ended up winning. I think so. But remember his run in 2015 when he had the Intercontinental Championship for a little bit? And then. Yeah, I wish that was kind of longer, too. <clears throat> I did. Uh, he had his his singles WrestleMania debut at WrestleMania 31 inside the Intercontinental mm-hmm. Championship ladder match. We had, had that gear that had all the names scratched Was he the champion going into it? I no, he wasn't. Um, was, cha- okay. Bad News Bear was the champion going into it. Okay. WrestleMania okay. 31. And. Uh, well, that's why everybody was like stealing the belt from. He, he, he was doing that creepy, uh, like eye gimmick. Yeah, yeah, creepy eye gimmick. Uh, doing the WrestleMania thirty one thing. They remember TLC that year when him and Dolph Ziggler stole the show. He almost broke his arm in that ladder match. Mm-hmm. When him and Dolph Ziggler tore it up, and it's like nobody on that show could follow that because that, that was one of the best. Yeah, he's a good wrestler. I think. Mean- I think Broden Lee almost reminds me of what Cesaro. Like, he should have so many opportunities, but don't. He's a good wrestler. There's, like, no reason why, but it just happens. Yes. And we we talked about Brody Lee in the news last year. Remember when Vince said that he wasn't feeling him because he couldn't even have a southern accent or couldn't do yeah. a southern accent? Oh, yes, I remember that. And which caused him to, to, to just ride out the contract and go over to AEW. But I think the the biggest miss opportunity with Luke Harper was in uh, 2016. Remember the whole Randy Orton joined join the Wyatt family storyline? Mm-hmm. Yep. Which happened to be a good storyline, but then the end game was they did Orton versus Bray Wyatt at, Rus- at WrestleMania 34. It was a thir- no, 33. It was 30, uh, 
Yeah. Which one was 33, it? 33. Okay, yeah, it, it, that's what I mean, 34. The rollercoaster. The rollercoaster, yeah. exactly, yeah. But you have people out there who believe, and I want people that out there who believe that it should have been a triple threat match. Yeah, it should have been, but I don't think they wanted Luke Harper to go for the championship. But now, that's why. there were stories that Luke Harper was saying. Uh, I don't know if he said this on, if it was on that AEW podcast because I didn't listen to it, but I did hear a story that he was saying, like, look, the way y'all writing me in the story, y'all are going to get me over, and the goal is to try to get Randy Orton over in the storyline. And the, the writers didn't want to listen to him. And then what happened? That might have been Jericho's podcast because that wasn't AEW. Okay, Jer- probably Jericho's podcast. <clears throat> as, it, as the story went on, people were starting to get behind Luke Harper. Hell, I was getting behind Luke Harper. Mm-hmm. Then him, it, then him and um, uh, Randy Orton had that awesome uh, match on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So, with, with that being said, like I, I, I felt as though that since he suspected Randy Orton was going to turn on Bray Wyatt in the first place, I felt as though he should turn on Bray Wyatt also. And he he wasn't going to win the championship, but it would have made that match a hell of a lot better if you did Luke Harper versus Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania 33. I think another reason why he didn't get that much attention is because they kind of did it every time and put him back. Like, they have him go on his own and then pull him back. He would go with uh, Eric Rowan again. He'll be And then he'll be on his own and it's come back to the Wyatts. Then he'll be on his own and then it's come back to the Wyatts. And then one of them be injured and he'll be on his own. And then they say, nah, go back to the Wyatt. Well, see, it, it was also the thing, or that or the Bludgeon Brothers. I'm just like, hold on. Harper was the better worker between yes, him and Roland. Yes, he's the better Roland. worker anyway. Yeah, it's... and they gave Roland the push. And I'm like, that's a mistake. Because I think they looked at him as more of the, you know, I guess. The... Oof, just just real quick. Yeah. Imagine if, imagine if Harper was with Daniel Bryan and not Roland. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been crazy. I, I, see, that's that's what I'm saying. I, and then it it broke my heart. I, I was sitting there actually pissed when Vince said he had nothing nothing for Luke Harper to do. I'm like, are you serious right now? You have nothing for this man to do. And, <laughs> but yeah, you can book no way, Jose. Yeah, seriously, seriously. I'm like, you have nothing for this man. This man is an athlete. This man at this first of all at the age that he's at is still putting on. Quality matches. He's putting on quality matches. He's a better worker than Eric Rowan ever was and ever will be. And y'all have nothing for him to do. And y- y'all just kept him home. It bothered me. And then remember Clash of Champions when they tried to do the run one more time when he came back and take Roman Reigns. He had the uh, the, the battle shirt. Yeah. Because that's when they tried to have them together. But when they doing like the both. Oh, he was with Danny Bryan then. He was with Danny Bryan for a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. But he had on the uh, the metal because you know Eric Rowan had on like a, a rock shirt every week, so he came out with rock shirts every week. And I guess they tried to do it, but I know I didn't like that version too good. Yeah, and I, I'm just saying this man had so many things that he could have did or, or or done. And I think WWE like they do this with a lot of people. They just wait, they waste them. So. With him coming over and doing that, at first him doing the Vince Man thing, I was, I was like, okay, it's a lot of sour grapes going on right here. And I'm like, but you know what? 
he came into that Brody Lee thing. He had now. You know, what also hurt me is that the night he was supposed to debut in AEW was supposed to be in Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. But the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. and they had to move everything out of Florida. So remember, he 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 debuted to an empty arena. Yep, the empty arena with uh, SCU. Yep. Yeah, this was <clears throat> before they started using the wrestlers as, as fans, and mm-hmm. he he came into an empty arena, and it's he's it it, it it I felt bad because he finally got his chance to you know show show everybody what he can what he's made of what he can do, and all of a sudden he comes to an empty arena, and it's not it's, it's not it's not fair, but the pandemic's not his fault, but. Uh, they they kind of like kind of put the rocket to him. It made him this threat, and then uh, he went into the match with John Moxley for the championship. And they had a good brawl because a lot of people don't remember the Luke Harper Dean Ambrose fights in WWE. Remember the one they had Extreme Rules that lasted all night? Yeah, those were good too. Yeah, uh, those were those those were good matches. So that when he, he was there, they had a good him and. Brody Lee and Moxley had a good brawl. I knew that he wasn't going to necessarily win the uh, title at all, but I do. I do know that just having him there, you know, what was just good to have, you know, Moxley uh, feed him to Moxley a little bit. But he really kind of got over, especially with me that night. In my personal, and then and of course the dark quarter stuff and the whole thing with. With Cody and the championship, which I thought was just awesome stuff, how he hit him with the broken championship and took the TNT cha- title, and then to kind of find that dog collar match, we had great Valentine in the audience, which was a good brawl. That was his last, his last match. I mean, what a way to go out! But that is that, that's his last match, and it, it it it's very heartbreaking when you lose somebody this young. And I, I I wanted to make sure that no matter what I did on this podcast this week, I was going to talk, pay homage, and honor the man that is John Huber. My condolences go out to his family. I believe in my heart, like how Jeff Hardy says about having faith that this man is in a better place. And we all are striving to be like him and even like Shad and even like the good people that we have lost this year to get to that place. Because when, you know, when, when I hear stories about him all the time, I keep hearing about his family and how much he loved his family and his kids, especially his boys, stuff like that. And the things that he would do, how he would, he won the championship and his he, he, his son was sleeping and he would, they had a championship next to him, so when he, when he woke up in the morning, he see the championship, like stuff like that. So I, I wonder, because I, they, I, they filmed the footage so he can see it, of course, before he passed. But I wonder if they like, if they're gonna release that footage. The, that's why I wanted to, because first of all, like, I didn't know he was sick. Like when he was out, I really thought because he, he was just on the AEW podcast last month. Well, that was pre-recorded. <laughs> Oh, pre-recorded stuff, yeah, but uh, I didn't know he, I, I really thought after Dark Hot Match, he had like an injury or something, and I was like, man, this such a, he, if he got an injury, he has to go. Well, he, he I, th- I think he did have a, a legit injury, and then I guess while while on that injury, 
he kind of like noticed like the kind of he probably went to like the doctor or something and they said okay we found this or something uh-huh maybe i don't know how exactly but i know like it was, it's something similar to that yeah so um that right there is uh it was it's just so crazy it's just so sudden because I really just put him in the back of the mind as if he was an injured guy. And I was like, and to the point I was asking myself recently, yo, when is Broly Lee coming back as the Dark Order sucks again? And I'm like, I know some people was waiting on him to get back so that when he gets back, he's going to yell at them, basically. Yeah, because to me, look, I'm saying this right now, and I said this on previous reviews that the the Dark Order sucks, but Broly Lee is the one that helped change that. All the way. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And it it just breaks my heart. And it, it's, it's, it's... They must have knew that he was dying, I'm guessing. I don't think oh. they knew he was dying. They just, you know... They knew he was in the hospital. Probably expecting his condition to be better. I'm hoping so. I'm saying... If, if they was taping that matchup just for him to see it... I don't know, maybe the, the closest personal wife knew that... Well, yeah. I think they knew it was kind of he was bad, but they thought maybe you know as a Christmas present because he's feeling bad, maybe it'll make him feel better. Gotcha, you know, yeah. And it's it's just this was the this the day after Christmas, mm-hmm. or or it was I found yeah the twenty the first day of Kwanzaa, yeah, the day after Christmas he passed away, and I'm like, mm-hmm. it sucks. May, like like I was saying, rest in peace. John Herbert, fly amongst the angels. You know, uh, my condolences are up there. And like I said, I do have faith and believe that you're in a far better place. And uh-huh. the wrestling world will miss you. And we love you. And we appreciate all the uh, things that you have brought to this world. And I just hope that, you know, we can be better people to, to, to do good things. Like, tomorrow is never promised. And I'm learning that more and more every day I'm living. And I'm blessed to be living in my 30s. And I, I'm blessed to see all this kind of stuff. But I, you know, I'm also just aware that it's not forever. And right now you got, you, you got to love every day that you can. So make sure you guys, you, you go out there and you do that. And... You know, John Herbert, may he rest in peace. So, guys, I had to start, you know, I, I started off with that. I had to talk about Brody Lee, Luke Harper, you know, John Herbert, and what he brought to the rest of the business before we go into our main show. Uh, before we go into the main show, I didn't do any of the openings, so I want to make sure that if you guys, you listen to us, make sure you guys check out spacesfully.com. Production company we are a part of, and you guys can find uh, us on our end of the year episodes on a, a lot of these podcasts. Here, you guys can uh, check out uh, the Space Fleet content on there. The no, uh, well, first of all, both sides, Luma Pop, Luma Pop Horror Show, and the Market Dark Show. But you guys should check out the Nerd Coaches content on there as well. The No Gimmick Scene Wrestling Podcast, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Turntable, Table, Culture, and Beyond, Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tones. Uh, also, check us out on all the podcast apps, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or and Apple Podcasts, 
And uh, if you guys listen to the snippets, check out uh, all, all of our snippets on YouTube Premium as well. Uh, you guys can also check out the Nerd Coalition's merch at therealnerdcoalition.com. Once again, that's therealnerdcoalition.com or teespring slash therealnerdcoalition and buy your merch. Get yourself the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling hoodie or t-shirt. Get yourself the NC Studios mask. Fight COVID-19 with the NC Studios mask. Also, make sure you guys get the NC Studios the Level Up hoodies because it's getting cold out there, especially up here in the north where we just had that snow. So it was it was freezing up this joint. Um, also, you guys can, uh, check out Q-Flow, Flow the Rookies, uh, stuff, his album, The Wardrobe, on there, he has a new single, Out the Finish Line, make sure you guys check that out before the new year, and also check out my main man, Prime Nostalgia Podcast, uh, every Friday, Prime has a new guest on there, as well, uh, he, I don't know if he did a Christmas episode, because it was Christmas, <laughs> or, uh, technology happened, so we recorded one, but, uh, you know, stuff happens. So we had to do like a little short episode. Okay. Stay committed. I'm not mad at all. Uh, so, yeah, make sure you guys check it out every Friday. New things will be coming to uh, NC Studios in, in uh, starting for next year. So I will go over all this and what we plan on doing with that, especially with Prime's new podcast coming out next Is it next year or it already, it already came out? Uh, it came out last week, but, um, you know, we're still getting our feet up. We're still getting our feet wet. Okay, pr- uh, prime conversation. So make sure you guys check that out as well. But like I said, 2021, we're going in with a fresh start. I I, I, I just want to get drunk on Thursday and, and get out of this year. That's, that's just what I really want to do. But uh, now, since we're in wrestling, we got the, a lot of the end-of-the-year awards stuff that came on. The Slammys came on Wednesday to talk about uh, who, who me and Prime last week talked about who we think uh, was going to win the Slammy Awards. Well, now the actual results came out. We're going to go over the results, and then we're going to talk about who we think should have won if the person didn't win at all. And then we have, I got the PWI, the Pro Wrestling Illustrator. Yes, I still read the magazine. I still go out and buy the magazines, believe it or not. I'm pretty sure everybody, I'm probably in a minority, I'm old school, but a lot of people probably just do stuff online, but I go out and buy the magazines, because I love reading, there's, there's two magazines, that no matter what, ha- I'm lying, there's three magazines that I always buy, can you guess what they are prime time after I told you what all my likes are? Are they wrestling? One is wrestling. Never still, I ain't gonna say. Um, no, I don't buy Playboy. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> say Maxwell, but uh, I I know PWI is one. Um, I, I just gave you a hint when we were talking about who died this year. Okay, so it's like Slam or I do buy Slam magazine for basketball. Oh, okay, 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 and one more. Uh, entertainment. There it is. I don't know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. You guessed Ooh. it. The three magazines I still buy consistent on a consistent basis, and uh, and sometimes I still have a mailing subscription for them. Like I still have a mailing subscription for Game Informer because of my Game Pass and GameStop. I don't read none of that. Uh, it's PWI, Slam Magazine, and Entertainment Weekly. Those are the three magazines I get consistently. And since I don't have a mailing subscription for all of them, I go out to Barnes and Noble every month and get them. 
Slam was actually recently in uh, Seoul as well. You catch that little Easter egg? Yes. Uh, first of all, side note: if y'all have not seen Seoul, go out there and see Seoul because it, it really is a good movie. But there is a joke about the New York Knicks in that in that movie that had me on the ground dying. Did, I'm just like, I'm just like, that's wrong. <laughs> there is a joke about the New York Knicks in that movie. I'm telling you, you have got to see it because I was on the floor dying. Dead serious. So, uh, let's go over the slammage and then we can do the the uh, the uh, PWI. You cool. go there. Yep. And then next cool. week, after me, me and Prime are going to go over our research and we're going to come up with who we feel as though. Uh, our superstars of the year are uh, our. You want to do our? You want to do top ten matches of the year? Uh, we can do like maybe three or five. I, okay. I don't know if I have ten. Like, well, I, my, I mean, like, may, to look well, up well, I will say maybe if you think of five and I think of five. Okay, that'd be cool because because we may if we had the same ones, it doesn't matter about the same. But if we have some some that's different to our opinion, then we can see you know who what we think is the matches. So yeah, we'll do it. So we're going to do our own. NERC uh, NC uh, awards next week so make sure you guys uh, check that episode out but this one we're going to just go over what the PWI awards are and the, and the Slammy awards are if we agree with them so we have the, uh, the Slammy awards was a online show hosted by R-Truth and then uh, all the wrestlers and superstars got their awards at home and they did like you know the zoom call stuff like that so we have here superstar of the year the uh the nominees were uh Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Braun Strowman, The Fiend, Oscar, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair. And this is the overall superstar, not between the men and women. So and the winner was Drew McIntyre. Do you agree with that? Uh I would, I, would, I mean, yeah, I would, I would agree. I mean, yeah, I would say that Drew or uh I'm president Drew or Sasha, so yeah, either one of those two, I would I would agree. Gotcha. Okay. For the whole year. The whole it's the, it's the whole year. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm just saying because you know Roman wasn't there the whole year, so I don't think he can really. If, if Roman was there the whole year, did this tribal chief thing the whole year is easily Roman Reigns. Yeah. So since he just kind of got there, yeah. SummerSlam, I don't think that yeah. would be fair. Yeah, I I agree with you, but because Roman is the is the most interesting thing on SmackDown every week now. And I can't believe I'm saying that, but that's the truth. Uh, we go to match of the year. So we have the Undertaker versus AJ Styles the Boneyard match, New Day versus Hurt Business from Raw, Edge versus Randy Orton greatest wrestling match ever, Men's Royal Rumble match, AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan in the kind of champion tournament finals from SmackDown, Roman versus Jay Uso, uh, Hell in a Cell I Quit, Sasha versus Bailey Women's Championship Hell in a Cell match. AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, Jeff Hardy, uh, triple threat ladder match. Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns Survivor Series. Becky versus Oscar Royal Rumble 2020. The winner was AJ Styles versus Undertaker in the Boneyard match. Now, last week I had voted for that matchup, but it is a cinematic match, so you do got a lot of people that says it's not counted as an actual match. So I was like to, to to be fun because we had a lot of cinematic stuff this year, Prime. I think we should come up with a category next week of what was the best cinematic style match all over wrestling. Yeah, 
Oh, that's e- well, okay. That's easy for me, but I got you. Oh, he about to stadium stampede this shit. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but however, do you agree with that, or do you feel so it should be an actual match? And if it was an actual match, which one do you think it should have been? I mean, the the Bonga match was good, but I don't think it was the best match of the whole year. I mean, the Royal Rumble match was very good. So I would either say Royal Rumble or AJ and Danny Bryan, honestly. Okay. Do you have an opinion? Uh, here we go. Uh, no, I just came in. Um, so I didn't even hear all the nominees. So I do not have an opinion. I, but I, I am curious. Did we already go over, um, the robbery yet. No, we didn't go over the robbery yet. Uh, <laughs> in, 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 in my opinion, I do agree. I one now, so. The Men's Royal Rumble match or Sasha versus Bailey Hell in the Cell mm, yep. okay. is the, the match of the year for me. It's hard for me to it's hard for me to decide because those matches were both great. So it, those would have been uh, my picks. Now we go to... I might as well, might as well just say Men's Royal Rumble since we both had that at the top. But, no, I'm gonna uh, say Sasha. Uh, I'm gonna say Sasha and Bailey just to be different. And so now right. since it had anybody else look. I like, mean, the Royal Rumble wasn't my favorite. But I'm just saying since we both had it at that top two. So yeah. That's what I'm saying. Rivalry of the year. I came uh, just in time. We have Seth Rollins the Mysterio family, mm. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, Edge versus Randy Orton, Sasha versus Bailey, Archie versus the World, and Lana versus the announcers tables. Yo. <laughs> The winner was Edge versus Randy Orton. I personally, they won. They won. That, my personal opinion, that's not who I would have had Robert here. But uh, no. uh, who would wow. you have, Prime? I would have did Sasha versus Bailey. Yes. Well, you know, actually, so, I would have Sasha versus actually, Bailey also. Actually, since they, I guess they wasn't feuding the whole year. They was only feuding for like a month. Or no, a I didn't want to even hear. It was part of a whole story. Yeah, you're right. The whole story, but okay, fine. If you want to do it the way, because Adrian Randall was only feuding for what two months. To be yeah, fair, yeah, two pay per views, yeah, yeah. But I guess theirs was built up. So I, I mean, it's, from the Royal Rumble to the backlash. And Sasha Bailey's was it? I mean, they and were standards. I guess. In WWE status, I guess they mean rivalry as in, like, you're actually fighting, not the build-up. Well, did... Because, you know, they build it up for over a year and a half, you know, just to have them fight on SmackDown. I mean... They did not <sighs> fight on SmackDown. It didn't go anywhere. It, it culminated in Hell in the Cell. You keep bringing up the SmackDown. Yeah, but they, still, they still had a match on SmackDown, though. Yeah, but you, uh, it was the lead... It was the lead-in match. So I, I, that's why Sasha Bailey gets it for me. Adrian Randy Orton was cool, but Adrian Randy Orton literally, Adrian Randy Orton was from, um, uh, February. I mean, they they teased a little bit of it in January, all the way up to March, stuff like that. And uh, Edge got injured. They didn't really finish it. Yeah, Yeah, in the greatest wrestling match ever, which he did a forty minute thing, and he shouldn't have did, but, uh. Yeah, Adrian when he wins it. Te- did, did, did you have an opinion? Because you said you were waiting for this section. I think it was Lana versus the announce tables. That was the most <laughs> exhilarating rock. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, and, uh, I bet they would have given it to her, too, just to give us something. But you know. I just want to know why y'all wasted that spot. Like, that nomination spot. 
to be completely honest. But I would say um, Sasha and Bailey as well. I don't think he was right. Edge and Randy Orton. One, because of the reasons y'all already stated. And also because that match. That match. I'm not giving you rivalry of the year if that's 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 what we get as the end result. I mean, I wasn't mad at the match. I was saying it, it was. I mean, they both these are both forty year old men. What do you? Just... But okay, so these are both forty year old men. So why does AJ Styles and Undertaker win having... match of the year? I'm just saying by this logic. I'm saying forty year old men should not be having forty minute matches. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like why? Why are they having forty minute matches? I don't know. I, I I agree. Tag team of the year. We had the Golden Role Models, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, The New Day, The Street Profits, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Cesaro. So, uh... Insert Snoop Dogg who gift. <laughs> because what? So, Prime last week said it was the Golden Role Models. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the winners are The Street Profits. I think they Understandable. The Street Profits won it, and I, I, I actually agree with it. I agree with that one. Only yeah. reason I said the Golden Romans is because they, they won both championships and then won the tag team championships, and it was like a unit, and then they broke up. That's the, that's the only reason I said because they did the, the whole trifecta thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know. No, I agree. Street Profits did have a breakout year. They so. had a great year. Return of the year. We have Edge. Well... Roman Reigns, MVP, Goldberg, and Sami Zayn. Roman I swear, Reigns. if Roman Reigns would have won this, I would have, I, I wouldn't have did these awards. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know but what you I don't think did. Roman Reigns had a great, the return, one of the greatest returns this year? I yeah, but not over Edge. I don't feel like that. Edge counts. had, Edge had the most. You know what? Because here's the thing: I picked Edge last week, right? And I was sitting there thinking about it. And I was like, yes, Edge got had a great moment, but in that return, what did he do? Not much. It, 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 Edge came back, got a huge pop. He ain't win the Royal Rumble. That's that's what a return is, though. No, I mean, a return is a huge no, pop. You know, I'm just saying, but it. a return is also what you do with the return. Like when Brock Lesnar came back in 2012, what you do with the return? He when had you, a WrestleMania match, even though it was 40 minutes. He came back and had a an actual match at who, WrestleMania, which nobody thought he was ever be going to be able. This man couldn't even take a bump. Let alone have a full match. So, but then I mean, you got Roman Reigns that came back, won the championship the next week, and then is the only reason why a lot of people still watch SmackDown now. I want to. I just want to say on a technicality, I don't feel like he should even be in his category. Why not? Because he never stopped actively wrestling. He go, he left because the company's trash on how they were handling everything during the panorama. So why? <laughs> I don't feel like the man was going six months, but I don't feel like that counts as a return. Look at the other people on this list. Goldberg ass who should have been staying home came back. MVP ain't been in. I say what I said. MVP ain't been here in how long and came back. Edge, who we never thought would wrestle again, came back. Sami Zayn is another one. Sami Zayn had an awesome return and shit. He that's the, the difference return. He, okay, he, Sami Zayn had the same thing as Roman too. Though. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, but uh, uh, who was more impactful, Roman or Sami Zayn? We and know. then we know Goldberg 
what came back and beat the fiend i'm never going to nominate that again i didn't say that these which which by the way goldberg was going for how many months about six but again goldberg is not an active wrestler he he definitely shouldn't be but he technically is not an active wrestler on the roster even though he will not stay home but I would say that I know it probably went to Edge because one, they never thought he would come back and wrestle again. But I just think it's a dip. It's, it's levels to this. I always think Return of the Year. They just they just mean the biggest pop, like the the biggest moment, basically. Well, then it will be Moment of the Year then. But yeah, but they don't have Moment of the Year awards. They do. Something. We they, get there yet? Oh, okay. Well, I just still think Edge. They just using they just, Edge just for the pop, basically. Well, if that's the case, Naomi should have had that last year. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. Poor Naomi. I don't know. I I, I was feeling Roman Reigns in this category. I mean, for the... Okay. Naomi's for, almost this year, too, by the way. For yeah. all intents and So practices. she should have been on this list Who? as well. Naomi. Naomi. She came back this year. Yeah, you're right. For all intents and purposes, for what you're saying, sure, Roman Reigns should have won. Um, by the sense of what they did when they returned, I don't know. I just, I just don't know if it really would qualify as a return. However, if you're saying what did you do, if we saying somebody who was completely gone, and you're saying what did you do with your return, then MVP should be the one. Yeah, who yeah. would win? Not over, not over Roman. And, <laughs> you're not listening to what I'm saying. You just said, "What did I, you do?" Right. This man created this whole thing. He reinvented his career. He, career. he, he reinvented. So did Roman. I was just saying. Look. Did you not listening to me? Okay. If we take out Roman and Sammy, they were never not active wrestlers. They yeah. left because COVID invents are trash. Okay. I'm yeah. talking about people who ain't wrestled in this company and they've been on an active superstar contract. Not because you are the top guy you get to take off because you don't feel safe. I'm not saying he was wrong for taking off, but everybody don't have that luxury, and you know that. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let's move to the next category. So, ring gear of the year. Nominees are Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Seth Rollins, The New Day, Bianca Belair, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Carmella. And the winner, which I said last week is either going to go to the New Day or Bianca Belair, the New Day won. Of course. Um, Even though Sasha was... I don't even know why Charlotte is even on this. She has good ring jackets, but that's it. Just the jacket. She don't have no good ring gear. I guess it can't. I mean, if you want to do that, I mean, the Gears of War is just you know, plates that take all yeah, this idea. Yeah, they take gear. that stuff off, too. Uh, okay, you're right. I mean, New Day, they are very diverse in their ring gear. Yeah, I'm going to say, the reason why I do that, well, I'm going to tell you why, is because they had one of the most creative new uh, ring gears this year. Remember when Xavier was injured? Mm-hmm. And they had the little number pallets on their, on their, um... Oh, yeah, their gear. Like that one. And yeah. as Xavier was getting better, they colored in a certain line. There's like you know like uh they had like the whole feel like all the green where all the green supposed to go at exactly like I said so those are the things you had to kid like 
all everywhere says number five is supposed to draw green. Everywhere says number one is yellow. And then when Xavier came back, the full thing was colored in mm-hmm. as a big yellow thing. That was dope. I'm not gonna lie though. I loved when it started out all white at WrestleMania or whenever it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was all white and then like the next couple weeks they colored one part in, then they colored they kept coloring it. I loved that though. It's like good good detail. Good detail. Like, so, so awesome. I can see why they wanted. That was a very a very creative thing to do this year. Continuity. Continuity. I I like that. I mean, I appreciate that Bianca Belair makes her own gear. Yeah, and, and uh, looks, street profits gear and too. street profit stuff, and it looks, um, it looks good. It looks well done. But I figure I didn't know that she was up against New Day. But yeah, they would, they would definitely win based off of that gear alone. Let alone the other. And they, they kind of change it up too. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Breakout star of the year. Dominic Mysterio, Bianca Belair, Otis, The Street Profits, Murphy. So, last does, last week I do said... Do they count? Huh? Does, uh, does Bianca count, though, if she was like... Or do they just not count NXT at all? They don't count they NXT don't at all. NXT. There's no NXT in this okay. at all. The NXT Awards okay. will probably come Wednesday. Uh, I picked Dominic Mysterio. Really? Last week I did pick Dominic Mysterio. I don't Dominic know why. <laughs> I figured I figured they was going to throw everything at Dominic Mysterio. You fight Seth Rollins every week. I don't know how you break out. You fight the same person every week. So, but they gave it to the Street Profits. Yeah, I think they did that deserve. I think that yeah. makes the most sense of these nominees. Yeah, I just thought there's a as a dig with Dominic Mysterio's name. They would just throw, throw that on him. That's what I thought. Female superstar. Think about it. Huh? Earlier in the year, they were getting stunned by Stone Cold. Multiple Who? times. Who Street Profits? Yes. I, 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 I remember when, Raw, when Stone Cold came for three sixteen day, and he sort of brought a sax. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Oh, that's what. Oh, that's like hell yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, and Byron was in the ring and Street Profits. Becky was stunning them too. Bruh, oh, I completely forgot about that. Twenty twenty has been thirty seven years long. I, <laughs> yes, <phenomenal>. I <laughs> forgot about everything that happened in the first quarter. Female superstar of the year. Oscar, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair. The winner is Sasha Banks. Becky should have won off the strength that she was out here wrestling pregnant. No, I'm telling you, my superstar of the year either is Bailey or Oscar. I'm on Sasha. Look, look, I love me some Sasha, but Bailey has convinced me on that character that she did. Ding dong, hello. Like, I think that I, was a great turnaround from where she was at completely. So I'll give you that. And, I'm on, and then Oscar kind of saved the empty shows. Remember when it was updated? This is before they they watched AEW and put the crowd in there. Oscar was the one doing all the entertaining dancing and stuff in commentary. And she was just awesome at her job and making it very entertaining to watch her. She helped save them pandemic shows. This comes from somebody who had to watch the pandemic shows. A lot of people just gave up and said, screw this. But I still had a job to do. So I watched it. So I was like, you know, I, and on top of that, Oscar wins the Women's Championship, has awesome money in the bank, has awesome matches this year, and still the Raw Women's Champion. I'm going to be honest with you. And maybe because, and this is not my, my opinion, mm. but I've seen several opinions that people feel like her championship run has been lackluster. It has. She really has. So that, so, far? Um, so that may be counting against her. Uh-huh. Um, I just the, everybody else. 
I feel like it's a, a between the top three. I'm not picking Becky or Charlotte. Like, regardless of the joke about her being pregnant and wrestling. They weren't there. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, uh, of those three, I think it would probably be Sasha. Like, they, she should have won. I don't think they would go with Asuka. Bailey, I do appreciate the turnaround of her character, but I don't know. I would just say Sasha because she won all three titles in one year and just had like a great year match wise as well. They were so NXT, SmackDown, Raw, they would be like, it was just like four days a week almost. Yeah, she, so, um, she was like Darian, she was doing no days off. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, that's why I, I would say Sasha. Male, uh, male superstar of the year Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Braun Strowman, The Fiend Bray Wyatt. The winner was Drew McIntyre. Yep. I agree. No. Yep, I agree. There's there's no arguing that point. I don't Drew have Mac- any. I don't have anything. Yeah, you're right. Moment of the Even year. Even though I will, I will, I will say uh-huh. Randy Orton, Randy Orton probably should get second dibs on this maybe. Well, he had a good year too. Because he had a great like he actually cared this year. You know, some years he don't care. <laughs> yeah. He be phoning it in. Yes, but this year he you can tell he he was like all in. I mean, he set the fiend on fire, so that's a good way to end it. Uh, the moment of the year, the one you win for. We have the Undertaker. Uh, the nominees are the Undertaker's, the Undertaker, Undertaker's final farewell. Drew McIntyre defeats Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 36. Becky Lynch announces her pregnancy on Raw. Edge returns to the Men's Royal Rumble. The New Day's farewell address on SmackDown. Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman unite. Bailey betrays Sasha Banks. And the new day get drafted to different brands. Hmm, okay. So the winner, which you already knew, you was the Undertaker's one. final farewell. Mm-hmm. Which sucked. So I'm about to say that was a trash. Thank moment. you, Taker. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> Listen, don't ever again in your life program in some chance from 2K for a tribute. Like I just. I can't. You could have bought out everybody in the back and made them do it before you did that shit. Which I thought they was doing at the beginning. <laughs> Y'all flew out these old ass men for two minutes in the ring where they didn't even enter. I'm sorry. And guess I'm what? Sorry. And guess what? They gonna do it again. Yeah. <laughs> is wrong it's with y'all? We'll get to that later. Um. <gasps> so. Now, I, won't, for, I want her to listen to them. Whenever we do that, I want her to listen to these people that they got coming back. Whenever we do that. Oh, oh yeah. We, yeah let's we, go. Because we're going to do it later. We're going to do it, we, 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 we do it after this stuff is over. So, because oh, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a long list. Okay. Uh, so, who do you think should have won, Prime? Uh, I think this is where Ed should have won. If, if, if you want to say Roman... Should have won return of the year. I think this is where Edge should have won moment of the year. That's they what, got two different categories. That's what I was saying. I, I said all nominees. You hear? Me? Okay, I missed the Edge one. Uh, that one a strong second would have been um, Roman United with Paul Heyman. Didn't see that coming. Mm-mm. Had me pop for that. I mean, uh, oh, but Becky I mean, Lynch announced that she's pregnant too. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe Becky, the only one I really see as like shocking or as like, as like a, oh my gosh, is is Edge because 
I'll be honest with you, when, when Paul Heyman and Roman got together at first, I just didn't care. I still kind of don't care because <laughs> he just stands there, you know. Uh, Becky, it's like, yeah, she gave up a title. She's pregnant. Good for her, but it's not really like a, a, a you know, a shocking, like, oh, my God. It's just like, yeah, she's she's going to be a mother. That's good. Um, other ones, I, I couldn't really, like, get into that. So what about, the, yeah. what about the New, the new Day getting dressed a different brand? I was like, that's just unneeded. That's a oh my, that's a bad oh my gosh. <laughs> They're just not paying at all. But you know. All right. Well, and then the, the farewell speech too that they said that uh, um, the new day wasn't like oh my god, like why it was like why it's like why you it could have just like parted ways instead of just drafting the separate things. So you know. Um. um... Can I go now? Yeah, go ahead. Me personally, I I can get behind. I feel like Edge should have won this. I know Undertaker was going to win this. I feel like Edge should have won. I I do feel like because of the type of industry that we're in, the Becky Lynch thing is not going to be a big deal. But I'm going to keep it on the bend. As somebody who has been pregnant twice... If you're a woman, you're doing the math. She was in her first trimester when she was wrestling. Which is difficult. Like, just being in your first trimester. And to do that, I mean, it's pretty kind of dangerous. But, um, I'd have, I feel like that was a... I, I was shocked, because I don't think anybody really saw that coming. Um, but I don't. I don't think that would have won like overall everything. But I do think Edge should have won over the Undertaker moment. Yeah, they should have won over the Undertaker moment. <laughs> so we have here the some awards that they had online that they just you know announced. There's no nominees here, so they had most creative twenty four seven pin dead series. Drew Gulak and Janet outfit that won. What musical performance of the year? Elias win. Don't know. Social media superstar <laughs> of the year. Bailey, what? trash talker of the year for the women, Lacey Evans for the men, the Hurt Business, WWE Network documentary of the year, Earn Ticket the Last Ride. I agree. That, that's cool. Celebrity of the year, Rob Gronkowski. Bro, get the fuck. Did did, did you hear that, Prime? Hold on. What'd you say? Celebrity of the year, celebrity appearance of the year, Rob Gronkowski. Is that that's the only one they had, ain't it? No. No. Pat McAvee. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I, 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 yeah, you're right. They, they yeah, won't count him. He's, he's an NXT, he's, but the problem is Pat McAfee did what the punter did way better than the, than the, the greatest tight end, they said. He did what he was supposed to. Like, he did what Gronk was supposed to. Yeah, but he was, wasn't he, like, signed, though? Like, already yeah, I, signed. I was like say, the, that's why like, I was saying they're not going to count him because he is already, I feel like they count him as a superstar at this point. Wow. Uh, whatever case it be, Rob Gronkowski won. Double cross of the year, barely betrayed Sasha wins. Referee of the year, Col- uh, Charles Robinson wins. Well, you said what of the of the year? Referee of the year, low they name really wins. Do those awards? Say what? They really do those awards? Yes, they really do those. Because I know John Cole should have won like three in a row. Hmm. Uh, so that is the the, the uh, Slammy Awards. So now we're going to uh, move on. Well, as a 
you guys can watch it on the W Network. Uh, if you guys want, it's, it's only like a, actually you can watch it on YouTube. That's why I see it at, on YouTube. So uh, you guys can, can watch it. Our truth is entertaining as usual, of course. But uh, you know, right now we're going to go into the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Achievement Award or 2020 Achievement Awards. These are the nominees. So next month, the next issue. Well, actually, I already have. One of the issues for next month that, that lists the, the greatest tag teams, but I don't know. I, I, that was February twenty twenty one. You know, remember magazines come out with stuff way earlier mm-hmm. than before the date is. So I went for the January issue. Well, this is a January issue. So you need a February issue. Well, I got that one downstairs, but they don't, they don't have the, they may have, I don't have the awards in there or not. I don't know when when the awards are gonna come out, but these right here, if, if the awards have come out, or for anybody listening who still reads Pro uh, PWI. Uh, please let me know because I'm, I'm gonna go check my, my, my February one to see if these came out. But I figured it'd be kind of cool that me and Prime Time could go over these nominations here. For this, this is, this is all wrestling. So WWE, Impact, AEW, NXT, Ring of Honor, New Japan. It doesn't matter. I'd like to point out you said Impact second. Like what? Look, it's <laughs> Tuesday. Okay, a couple. Of- uh, so we'll go over who we, I'm gonna list the nominees. We'll go over who we think is gonna win, and then if I'm gonna check out other magazines, so like that if they do have the results, we'll talk about them next week on the podcast. So, Prime, you already know I'm gonna need help with these names, right? Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Uh, well, hold on. Uh, let's start with they got Rookie of the Year. Okay, uh-huh. these are the top candidates for Rookie of the Year 2020: Dominic Mysterio, <laughs> Anna J. Okay. Uh, he got excited with that one. Uh, how would she pronounce that? Aaliyah? Uh, that's not what you said, Aaliyah, right? Yeah. Aaliyah, Aaliyah James? You want me to okay, do that? Yeah. Uh, okay. Matt Makowski? Saya Kamachani? Joshua Wavra? I hope I'm saying it right. Xavier okay. Faraday? Diavantes? Uh-huh. Abaddon? Uh, Abaddon. Abaddon, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Molly McCoy, Jody the Wrestler, very creative. Um, <laughs> Oswald Project. <laughs> These are a lot the of theories. Give me drag, give me drag tease. I'm it, sorry. It is. <laughs> so, out of those names that we just list, what do you think, Prime? Is get rookie of the year or should? For one, I would say these are all very um, indie names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for personally, I would say, because I don't know all of these wrestlers, but I would say Anna Jay, um, when she first came into the company, she was only like three matches deep. So she only had three matches of experience. Mm-hmm. And then she's kind of like a featured like, person on the show, fighting for the women's title and all. But then I can almost say the same thing for Dominic as well. Because even so, though Dominic defeated with Seth Rollins the whole damn year, he had good, he, he came in and had good matches though. Yeah, and got destroyed by Brock, too. And yeah. I saw him say Dominic or Anna J. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. I All right, so let's go to the most improved wrestler of the year. Okay. These are the nominees here. All right. Otis, Drew McIntyre, <laughs> Jay Uso, okay. Jacob Fatu, Willie Mack, Kylie Ray. Apollo Cruz, Ace Austin, uh, Karen Noir, Ricky Starks, 
Richard oh, Holiday. Huh, what'd you say? Okay. Now I'm just talking about Ricky Starks. Oh, okay. yeah. That's not like a porn name. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, look at it. You should look at it. He look like he... He wear that gold chain like his oh, I'm about to go Google him. Uh, Richard Holiday and Sonya Deville. Oh, hey, Sonya. Okay. Okay. Who gets to... Now, there's a lot of names on this list that I, I like that have approved this year. Otis is not one of them. No. Why is he here? But, the, 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 for once, first of all, I don't know why Willie Mack needs to be most approved. I know Willie Mack was great. Yeah. In Lucha Underground. Same thing for Drew McIntyre. He yeah. shouldn't be on this list either. Uh, I, I, other than his other than him, his character, him getting over it. Yeah, of course. Uh, Apollo Crews always had it in him. He just never, they just never did anything with him. So, yeah. in my personal opinion, the winner is Jey Uso. Yeah, it's Jey oh, Uso. Yeah. yeah, it's gotta be. Because Drew McIntyre was already like a main event player. In 2019, people say he should main event WrestleMania in 2019, and he was fighting Roman and all that. So, I think he was already elevated. They just now actually pulled the trigger and gave him a title. While Jay is a complete tag wrestler. Yeah. And they turned him into like a, a, a serious guy. So, I would say Jay. Jay I'm going with Jay Uso also. This man's definitely like he used to be in Well, okay. Physics. Is there a breakout award? Is this kind of the breakout award? Like, oh, I, uh, there's no, like, breakout, but. Okay, so yeah, this is most approved. Then okay, good. Most approved, yeah. Then we got comeback wrestler of the year. So here we go. The top candidates are Randy Orton, Chris Saban, Ken Shamrock, Oscar, Eric Young, Mickey James. You gotta read it. All right, we're running out of names now. (laughs) Stop, Uh. Masato Tanaka. Oh, I, oh, Tanaka? Oh, my God. Uh, RVD, MVP. Those are the list okay. of the comeback wrestlers of the year. All right, I'll say right now, RVD is 50 years old, and he cannot move. He can move still, but he can't do stuff he used to do. So He, he cannot, I mean, him. but him just coming back and doing nasty shit with Katie Holmes is kind of funny. I mean, he's been active, though, so I can't, I don't know if I can really say him. Okay. Because he's, he's, he's still been wrestling a lot. MVP probably has... I put MVP at the top, and who, who was the second name you said? Uh, the second name I said was Chris Saban. Okay, no, okay. Just say the list one more time. I, I was sure. listening, but I, I was like, get my names asked. Randy Orton, Chris Saban, Ken Shanrock, Oscar, Eric Young, Mickey James, Takana... I ain't, Tanaka. Tanaka, see? I, I get back. I get back you know who, you know, do you know who Masato Tanaka is? I probably do. He's he's the guy that fought Mike Awesome in the matches and got hit in the head with a chair. He's still wrestling. <laughs> That's why he said, "Oh, that's who that is." The one who yes. who, who was the first person to wear sneakers. The one who uh, who took the Awesome bomb from the apron. To yes, the, that the, was uh, stupid. Yes. He's still yeah. wow. He's not. He's yeah, not I, I think. Is he like I think Mike Awesome would no, still be wrestling actually. if he was alive. Was he old? Right. <laughs> You know, you know, you, you know who I'm picking. <laughs> Why I'm picking Ken Shamrock? Okay, I thought you were gonna say Tamaka. Okay, okay. No, no, but I'm gonna say I, I'm shy with him. But no, I'm picking Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock came back and had a whole run and got the Rock to in, induct him into the Hall of Fame. How and got the Rock on Impact Wrestling? How? It just acts. <laughs> so. And had a whole good program of moves that Ken Shamrock in his fifties can still do some good stuff. So I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm giving it to Ken Shamrock. Okay. I would you know what? I know Orton, he's been 
an active wrestler this whole time, and he just actually started caring, so I can't say Orton. But I would say MVP. MVP, yes. I think he's a good contender. He is a good contender coming rest of the year, especially with Odin with her business. But he ain't went over Ken Shamrock. I'm sorry. Aww. I mean, hey. I I mean, I. <laughs> we have to see. All right. I'm just saying, Ken Shamrock is 56, ain't he? Yeah, and MVP like 48. So, we yeah, have... was, you know, Shamrock. The, the only thing I say with Shamrock is because you can tell, like, he's, uh, you can, you can tell. Some stuff he does where they have to help him out. That's yeah. the only reason why I, I said that. I got you. Okay. He did a he did a toe one time and almost died. <laughs> <laughs> toe super Uh Inspirational Wrestler of the Year. The nominees are okay. Shad Gaspar. Okay. Jay Uso. All right. Mustafa Ali. The hashtag speaking out movement. Nyla hey. Rose. Thunder okay. Rosa. Willie Mack. Warhorse, Tessa Blanchard, uh, Tessa Blanchard, Drake Maverick. First of all, I am confused. Why is Tessa Blanchard? I am on confusion. They probably put Tessa Blanchard on here because for beating people up, <laughs> for bullying people. I'm just saying they probably put on it because she won for the, skipping out on her contract. The Impact Championship. I, I'm just telling you what they probably put on it. Okay. I we you see we the fact that we could have a list of things <laughs> says no. She's not. She can't win. Okay, so, I mean, to me, it's it's, it's hands down Shad for me. Oh yeah. Okay, I can see Shad. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would have it. another. I would have a second option. Who would you say have two be? options? Because Shad is kind of like a post, uh, post, post. What what did we say? Posthumous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, who's the third? Who's the third name you said? Mustafa Ali. Or do you mean? Or you mean the, 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 the speaking out movement? Yes, yes. It, it could either I be between Shad yeah. or the speaking out movement. I think that's a because why is Jay Uso here? Did he inspire a lot of people to do? I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess he's inspired he, yeah, family members to start fighting back against your older cousins. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh god! I mean, yeah, I, 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 Drake Maverick crying on camera ain't gonna win it for me. That's not winning it. And why is Warhorse on here? Oh, I don't know who that is. Because uh, he's a he's a good indie. He he he. I don't know about inspiring, but he's like a one of them people that just like came from nothing. Oh, so, so it came from nothing. Became the good warrior. <laughs> Basically, I mean, he, he became you. like a a how a. Indeed, like darling. You, you oh, about God. to say you was about to say household name, household but I said, name. yeah, you about to say no. What about God, Mustafa God, Ali? Mustafa Ali's cool. But I'm just wondering why what he did this year that would make him inspiration. I mean, he he, he got his name back. Oh, he uh, no, nah, he 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 was talking about like the Chicago, and I guess I guess they mean from do they mean for him doing the Chicago stuff and him being a cop and talking about his his uh, George Floyd stuff or his like protests and stuff like that. It, it it is all this stuff comes with personal stuff. Okay. So yeah, it's probably probably for that, mm. for him. Was Sa- Ali speaking out on that kind of stuff? I was just curious. I didn't know. Yeah, well, you know he was a you know he's a cop in Chicago. Yeah. He just basically was just saying like how it is and stuff. Yeah. It ain't easy. It ain't easy job at all. All right, most popular wrestler of the year. All right, the nominees are Adam Cole. 
Baby. Keith Lee, Drew McIntyre, Oscar, John Moxley, Orange Cassidy, Kevin Owens, Big E, Sheeta, Adam Page, Big Swole, uh, Hakuo Tanahashi, Nick Gage. Uh, Heroku Tanahashi. I That's knew you. I, I know. Yeah, you should have yeah. just passed the magazine. No, because I'll be trying to get the, the Japanese names right for private. He, you know, he. I'm Jim. I'm Jim Ross to him. So. Oh <laughs> uh, no, you ain't that bad. <laughs> so, uh, he don't even care. Who is your winner? Uh, you asking me or you asking? I I I, I have my, one in mind already, but who do you think win the most popular? I say Hangman. You, you, Adam Page, really? Yes. I don't pick Adam Page. Because the drink, I think the drinking gimmick was getting him over. Well, yeah. actually, no. I would say late twenty nineteen, before the pandemic. Yeah. Because when the pandemic, okay, so maybe not Adam Hangman. Okay, so who would you say? Orange Cassidy. Um. Yeah, Orange Cassidy too. I'm saying I'm definitely saying Orange Cassidy. I can see his jaw skyrocket this year. I only can say I see that because I have a lot of folks in my timeline who do not watch wrestling at all who have somehow become aware of Orange Cassidy. I mean, yeah, he put his hands in his pockets and <laughs> baby kicks people and people and people say, oh! So yeah, he, did, he, did, he did at the beginning and then the second half of the year he he started having like A1 matches here. Mm-hmm. So he bounced out the character. So I'm going Orange Cassidy. Do you have a pick? I'm going to pick Please. Keith Lee for the culture. Okay. Yeah, I ain't mad to keep Lee pick. I mean, I would pick Keith Lee for the for the beginning of the year. Oh yeah, when he was when before he the could, call up. Yeah, he <laughs> could still do old bask in his glory. Now, most hated wrestler. Ooh. Top candidates: Seth Rollins and <laughs> uh, Bailey, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns. MJ. Oh, they mean like characters, not real life. Yeah. Oh, no, because oh. J- Jackson Records are talking about you list. really thought it was talking about people that they just hate, like, in real life. I was going to say Joy Ryan and Tessa Blanchard. I'm about to be no, That's <laughs> facts. You, there is really a whole list of folks you could do that one for, but that probably caused some issues. You're right. No, this is the like, wrestling characters that are most hated. So, yes, okay, Seth serious. Rollins. Okay, you got to start over there. Start yeah. over. Seth Rollins, Bailey, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, MJF. Baron Corbin, <laughs> Evil, Sammy Callahan, Sasha Banks, uh, Ricky Shane Page, Brody Lee, Eric Young, That's Britt Baker, list. or Karrion Cross. Oh, Britt Baker. I'm thinking. Or... I, I see the Britt Baker, or is uh, or I, I'm, I'm going with MJF. I, I was thinking MJF. How do you get in a fight with Dion Warwick? <laughs> Nigga, who are you? I'm sorry. <laughs> I would I say MJF, but I think it's his character. He does it so well to where people like him. Oh, man. Don't you hate that? So, If Sammy Callahan ain't slowed down after the Tessa Blanchard thing, I would have put Sammy Callahan. I'm never picking him for anything ever. I know. I, I understand. Nah, he's a, he's a, he's a, uh, he's your, your boy tag team partner. Shamrock. I, I don't remind me. Just, <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to go with MJF or Britt Baker here. 
Doctor go MGL for Britt Baker. Britt Baker, DMD. I hate it. Please stop. <laughs> okay. That drives me nuts. And Sammy Callahan. I just, I just hate the way Jr. say it. Doctor Britt Baker, damn buddy. Feud of the year. This is for all of us to hear. So we got some good. We got some good um, things on here. So let's see. And it's a long list. Uh, we got Bailey versus Sasha Banks, Edge versus Randy Orton, Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy, Sammy Callahan versus Tessa Blanchard, Rush versus POC. PCO. A PCO, my bad. I'm sorry, I read it over. Oh, that was way at the beginning of the year. Yeah. MJF versus Cody Rhodes. Sonya Deville versus Mandy Rose. Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox. Britt Baker versus Big Swole. MJF versus Mace uh, Warner. What was that? Few. I can't remember that one. Versus who? I think this says Mance. Mance Warner. I don't know who that is. Neither do I. Uh, Bullet Club versus Los. You know oh, what? Baby. Pass it over. Bullet Club. Los and Japan. Day Japan. Yeah. L I G. L I G. L I J. Just L I J. Okay. L I J. See? Yeah, because I was about I was like, this is a mouthful, period. With like, even if I did know how to say this. And then the yeah, last yeah. one is. Los and Tigres Day Japan. Yeah. Okay. The. The last last one. one is Lady Marvella Lady Marvella versus Big Mommy. Oh, that's a that's a feud of the year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So you know, I, I'm gonna tell you what they was fighting for real quick. They was fighting for uh, a guy. Oh, the no. Big Mama came. Big Mama came and stole stole the girl man, and she got mad basically. What? Ooh, and when they say her name, when her name is Big Mama, she she's she she's Big Mama. She's like three hundred something pounds. She's like Big Shirley from Martin. And yes, and doing moon songs. Oh Jesus! <laughs> she went to Keith Lee School. <laughs> so nah, her, her moon songs ain't that graceful. They like it's, it's three hundred pounds on you. Mm. <laughs> it's like Yokozuna when he when he don't want to sit on when he oh like, my god them drones be drawn yeah. <laughs> that's what it's like yo thank god he be having solid chest because Yokozuna be lazy he be like nah I'm not gonna brace this fall I want to sit on your ass chest you, you see the video where he sat on Luger yeah I mean I guess he, some people he just didn't like he said I'm gonna sit on you for real he Damn. drew you guys see some of the jokes who just sat on niggas excuse me that's the second was, one in five minutes we gotta we gotta yeah. calm down. Okay, so this is not going to win, but for some reason I did like the Britt Baker versus Big Swole rivalry. I love Big Swole. Did you see what she texted tonight, Cedric won? I'm mm. not texting. That was Tweeted. funny. That was just be funny every time he win. That was just hilarious. No, so what she what she say? What did she say? Uh, I, she which said one? it's about to be the big the, the slurp business or something crazy like that. <laughs> I gotta I gotta go back. <laughs> she cracks me up. Cause she got like a whole like gang of tweaks every time he win. She got like a whole thing called Creep, creep Squad. <laughs> Let me go back and see if I can find find one real quick while y'all talking. Yeah. Uh. So even I know it's not gonna win. I did like it. I thought Sonya and Mandy Rose was underrated, but you know, um, I think Homeboy, uh, trying to kill her, you know, attack her, mess up the rivalry and mess up the plans. So she had okay. to leave. 
So, but I, I think my pick is either is going to go to Bailey and Sasha Banks for few of the year. Okay. How you going to just say that wasn't a feud of the year, but now it's a feud? I did say it was a feud. I saw on the WWE when you was like... You said it count. wasn't a feud. I said it was a feud, and you said, well, they... They, they, they was loving each other for, for half the year and then they feud for about a month. I said, no, the whole thing was a feud. It was a story. I mean, whew. I guess you could say them too. Because when we talk about the whole wrestling escape, then they know the build up and the fall down of the story. So, yes, I would say Sasha and Bailey. I mean, if, if, if anybody wants to vote for anything, it may be. It, it, it may be Orange Cassie and Jericho, but you know, also if the thing didn't happen earlier, it may be Tessa Blanchard Man, and uh, Sammy Callahan. I want to more say the dark, the elite versus the inner circle before I said Jericho and Orange Cassie. Uh huh. But yeah, no, I'll I'll stick to my guns and say it's Sasha Bailey. Okay. Indie wrestler of the year. All right, so let's get down for the nom- the nominees are all right, Warhorse, AJ Gray, okay. Nick Gage, Effie, okay. Alley Cat, Effie? yeah, okay, okay, I know Effie, Alley Cat, Chris Dickerson, okay. Okay. Faye Jackson, oh Faye is on this list, okay, yeah, Faye okay. Jackson's on this list, uh, Trish Trisha Dora. Okay. Baby girl. What did you say? Dan Housen? Okay, uh, okay. Alex Zane. Lee Moriarty. Okay. Why you look, okay. okay. Why you look so confused? Ruby Rays, Heather Monroe, and Tony Deplin. Okay, uh... So who do you I mean, Okay. Name the first three again. It wasn't, War Horse, it wasn't the first two. It War wasn't Horse, War Horse or uh, AJ Gray. Nick Gage, Effie. Nick Gage, Nick Gage, Nick Gage, yes, Nick Gage. Yeah, that's your pick? Man, a maniac. A maniac, yes. I don't know, I was thinking about going with AJ Gray. Okay. I mean, AJ Gray is cool from what I've seen of him, but... Nick Gage is a maniac. Mm. Well, you know, you know, I I would be so like I said, I haven't I haven't been I haven't been especially with the pandemic I have not been watching too much indies because they yeah, have really GC, GCW. Uh, I, I'll just tell you a spot Nick Cage did because it's so ridiculous. It's he he brought a um a what do you call it? The tractor is a tractor trailer. Yeah, a tractor mm. trailer to a match. Lifted, lifted the dude up in him and dropped him on the car and then did an elbow on him. Because <laughs> why? You know, after you just saying all that, I just see Jim Cornette blowing a gasket. He probably, yeah, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, especially. It's like, he looks like Eddie Kingston almost. Oof. But he, he's got he more of a cleaner body. Oh, okay. No offense to Eddie Kingston. No, that's offense. Uh, match of the year. We we oh, you already know I'm going to help with these New Japan names. Okay. A match of the year. The nominees are because you know they start from Wrestle Kingdom on down. Um, we have 
Tana, was it? Tana, uh, Takahashi Osprey. Oh, well, is it Taka or Tana? Because it's two different people. It's Taka. Okay, so Hiromu Takahashi. So, yeah, versus. Yeah, it doesn't have their first names here. Versus, versus Will Osprey from January. Oh yeah, it's Taka. Yeah. That's, that's Taka, Takahashi. Then, then we have Akota versus Abushi from January four. No, that's. Oh, no, you said you said you said it's first and last name. Oh, uh, uh, Akota and Abushi. It says Akota. Okada. 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 Oh, so got me it wrong. Okada and Abushi for yeah, um. Yeah. From night one, Russell King. Yeah, Russell King yes. night one. Uh, Naito and Okada. Yeah, uh, I ain't like that one. Uh, yeah, it's night two. Yeah. T- uh, Blanchard and Callahan from you know okay. uh, Jay Twelve. Uh, I'm surprised they had a ladder match where the big dude fell off the ladder. I'm surprised they were Oh, that was like, bruh, they almost killed some people in the front row. That spot. Adam Cole, uh, Giant Gano from February 14th. Well, uh, uh, well, I spread. Is that the one, real quick, is that the one where they fell off the cage or is that last year? That was last year, I believe. Okay. Uh, this one, then we got, uh, Osprey versus, uh, <laughs> your boy Zack Sabre Jr. We have Omega versus, Omega versus Pac. Okay. Omega and Pac, wait, no, it's Omega and Paige versus the Young Bucks. Oh, yes, that was, yeah. Okay. That was good. Revolution. Yeah, look, look, sketch. <laughs> uh, Mayahara versus Suwama, uh, March twenty third. Okay. Flair, Rhea Ripley. Uh, Rhea Ripley from WrestleMania. WrestleMania. McIntyre Rollins from May tenth. Um, Edge and Orton. Uh, Shirai and Io Shirai and Sasha Banks. Um, from J- July first. Great American Bash. Bash. Okay. Uh, Kenny Omega and Paige versus Private Party. Private Party. Okay. Interesting. Um, Moriarty versus and versus Deppin from Ju- July 26th. Best Friends okay. versus Santana and Ortiz from September like 15th. Yep. <laughs> that's the parking lot, bro, isn't it? Yep. Okay, that's when that will take up Best Friends in. Okay, great. Rosa and Kelly from September 22nd. Um, and then Reigns Uso from September 27th. Okay. Um, and are you familiar with this for our jacket up? No, uh, no, I'm not. Tagat Takagi? Takagi, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. I got it right. Takagi and Osprey from the same okay. day. Okay. Okay. What goes to your match of the year? Do they have Kenny Omega versus Laredo Kid on there? Mm-mm. No, they don't. Ah, okay, that's a good match. Okay, uh, I, w- I, I maybe I would say the Bucks versus Omega and Paige. I was I, I was going to go with that or Kenny Omega versus Pack from okay. Dynamite. Yes, that, that was, was a, good too. That was a damn good matchup, also. Ooh, or Coda. Abushi and Kazisco Kata was real good on night one of Wrestle Kingdom. And, uh, and because I'm a fan, I should just throw Omega and Pedro's in the private party in there, right? I mean, I don't remember it being as good, but if it's on match of the year, then I'm assuming it's like it was like real good. I just don't remember it in my head that being like 
magic year, but it probably was. It was it, it was it was a good year, but it's not it's not more memorable than Omega and Page versus the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Tag team of the year. Nominees okay. are Bailey and Sasha Banks. Okay. Kenny Omega and Anna Page. Okay. The New Day, Street Profits, FTR, The North, Jay Lethal, and Jonathan Gresham. They're a tag team? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns. The Kabuki Warriors. Team by the C- way, I think Motor City. By the way, I think Motor City Machine Gun should be like comeback tag team of the year if that's the thing. But. It's not, but I, I I agree with you. And Team C Stars. Yeah, I guess. It's kind of like that, that 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 team in Ring of Honor was a milkshake. I was like, Ew, I, I hate that name. So who wins the tag team of the year? Milkshake and cheeseburger. Nah, 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 nah. Um, either Sasha and Bailey, or uh, the top guys. For in my opinion, FTR. Yeah, I'm surprised Young Bucks not nominated on this. Well, the Young Bucks didn't really do much this whole year. They kind of started picking up at the at the end of the year. Yeah, low key. I like the North. The North was good too, but the North uh, didn't do didn't really. They started off the year good, and then they lost to the Motor City Machine Guns, and they won a bad. They lost it to um, the Good Brothers. And I, I would love to. And and, uh, and by the way, just a quick thing: they tell everybody to watch Impact, watch Impact. Now that they got a little partnership with AEW, watch Impact. And now they got Ethan Page doing Karate Man. What? <laughs> it's Karate Man. Oh God. You can't make this stuff up. Is Shark Boy coming back too? He might. He might have been back already. I don't know. <laughs> Wrestler of the year, the final category. Oof. Here we go. Nominees are John Moxley, Bailey, Adam Cole, Chris Jericho, Oscar, AJ Styles, Io Shirai, hmm. Sasha Banks, Keith Lee, Naito, Cody Rhodes. Rush. Nido has a good year though. Uh but I'm gonna say Moxley. I'm definitely I, I, I was like it's going to John Moxley. Well yeah, no, Moxley for sure, but Nido has had a good year. Um he's had a very good good year. Having both the world championship and the intercontinental championship. And uh Moxley, uh, for people that don't know, has had the new Japan United States Championship for almost a year. January 4th, that'd be a whole year. Yep. I, I, I agree. And then he had he was undefeated in AEW for the most mm-hmm. of the year until Omega took it. So. Yep. And he has had great matches. Great New matches? Japan and AEW. And, uh, well, no, I think, yeah, just New Japan and AEW for this year. And he got a baby on the way. <laughs> yeah, so he had a good match there, too. There you go. <laughs> So, guys, that was all the PWI uh, awards. So, next week, if, if if I have the magazine, the right one, we'll, we will re- reveal the winners. And because uh, I know I got the tag team magazine, I know they got the winners in there, but they might. I gotta go. I gotta go check it out definitely. And uh, we'll talk about that, and then we'll come back with our own awards stuff like that. So, that's where we're at now. We are going on to just a quick Raw SmackDown recap before we end out the show here, because. 
Um, I got, I gotta, I gotta find the list of. Yeah, you gotta find the list of these people. For I gotta you. find Jane the list for. of these names that are coming back to Legends Night because oh, no. Raw. See, after you know they burnt the fiend alive, you thought they probably got the message, and then they said, "Hey, get ready for Legends Night," and he was like, "On." January 4th, they don't get it. Mm-mm. So I'm trying to find a list. I'm really trying to find a list here. So, just, just real quick. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm an avid SpongeBob watcher. I ain't gonna even lie. It's this one joke in SpongeBob where he catches jellyfish. And when he, when he can't catch them, he opens up this, uh, this special jellyfishing net that says old reliable. And that's uh-huh. why I said this is what Vince does to the legends. Whenever he needs something, he just, Bring that old reliable, and it's the legends coming back. Now I have the the noise of um, SpongeBob jellyfishing in my head. Like, oh god, jellyfishing, jellyfishing. Oh god, why? Well, so when you hear this list, you're gonna say this. Because I have, I've seen it. Okay, so here is um, the list of legends, probably twenty three legends and more being discussed. Three. So yeah. We don't care about COVID at all, apparently. Uh, <laughs> so here we go: Kurt Angle, Hulk Hogan, Beth Phoenix. Then we have Alicia Fox. What? Big Show, Boogeyman, Booker T, Candice Michelle, Carlito, <laughs> Hillbilly Jim, IRS, Ivory. <laughs> Jacqueline, Jeff Jarrett, Jimmy Hart, Mark Henry, Melina, Michael P.S. Hayes, Mickey James, Ric Flair, Sergeant Slaughter, Tataka, Tori Wilson. What is happening here? Like, that's really good. So, Prime, is this, is this a Legends Night or is this Alumni Night? Uh, this seems like this is uh Raw 2006 night to me. First Raw of all, 07. I'm like, so we don't get no Sean or Kev or none of them, but it doesn't oh, matter. I'm being, I'm Sean is there all the time. Like, it... We're not doing this. Sean is there all the time. Will it really kind of as a, 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 a return appearance? Whatever. Look, will it boost the ratings that one night? Probably. Honestly, I I'm not sure if it will. Because, yes, yeah. I'm not calling. I'm not going. Oh my God. I got to watch Raw. I'm going to miss IRS. Like, what the fuck? Oh, oh my God. I'm going to miss Candace Michelle. Oh my God. What did she ever do? Uh, Somebody uh, found Alicia Fox. Like, what the fuck? Yo, now look. Now look. Today they had an argument. Because this dude, I guess I forgot what his, what his name is. But he was like, and you say, <laughs> he had a good line. He was like, you said Alicia Fox is a lesbian. You, in the wrestling ring, you'd be lying. The only, the only way she's a legend is in the bar somewhere. I was like, damn. <laughs> she's right drinking uncle under the table. But I... Is she is she a legend? I don't know. No. Bro, how did you win? Three quarters of the people are legends. Legend for colored people. This is... Now, this is... I'm not going to take away anything that she's done, but she ain't not on the, on the legend... Uh, status just yet, yeah, especially not with these that. names they got here. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, was this the people you called and it was like, I guess I'll come because I don't, 
I'm either here already or I don't mind getting on a plane because it's like it was like all right look so who are the most susceptible people that we could think of to bring here during a pandemic yeah because where they pulled out Carlito from they dug him out from they they went there in Puerto Rico where they were tossing them paper towels and said hey you want to go back to Raw that's probably what happened but some of these people are people I still think should be wrestling like Molina can still wrestle and Carlito can still can still wrestle Mickey James is still on the roster not being used. I'm very confused. I am confusion about most of these names or why we're doing this and why we're calling it a Legends Night. And you, if you're going to try out your Legends, because why does one just do old school raw? I mean, like if you're going to try out your Legends because you know you need them for ratings, like you always do. Yeah, we gonna complain. But could you at least get your top notch legend if you want to endanger people's lives? I don't. I'm confused. They wasted them for them thirty seconds of Undertaker. Uh, yeah, that's what you should have bought them back for. But yeah, you brought back. Kane them. came out in full gear. It was embarrassing for thirty five seconds, and had now to go back and be that? mayor of his town. Now, if they told, now if they said we're gonna honor the Undertaker on this night and have a, all the legends come back to honor the Undertaker, that would have made sense. Was different, yes. But hey, we're having Carlito and Candice Michelle and uh, Melina come back and Alicia Fox come back. And... <laughs> I don't, I'm confused. Hey, hey. So, why not What's your favorite match? The first one. I'm pretty sure nah. it was. Was it? The, it was the whatever one Stone Cold was on. Okay, they actually did the first season of the new season on, on, uh, on USA. USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh my God, that was. Yeah, Melina and uh, Melina Alicia Fox. I'm telling you, hands oh down, best match ever. And I was like, oh, it had to be a sister to say that. They right? could have bought her oh. back so she could stay there, and then they could both. <laughs> you, you, you just on AEW. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't follow her. So this is because they didn't put her on TV anyways. This is this is this is the response that WWE has, and it's like it's not it's not even old school raw. It's just let's just put all the legends on there. Now I'm like, okay, the only thing I can see is is this leading up to a Royal Rumble angle because you already know that half these people are going to be in a a segment doing some stupid backstage where Ron Simmons says, "Damn, that's it." So, you know that's all they do. They always do backstage segments. Yeah, I'm just saying. So, so, so what, what is the point of having all, all these legends here? And like, are you going to have these legends beat, beat up some young guys who need to get over, or uh, yes. or, or, or the kind of like, like what is necessarily uh, the end game here? The answer is so, yes. I just, I just want them to go all out. Like, if they're gonna do a legends night, I'm gonna do full on do a legends night. Like, change the raw state back to. I don't know, 06 or 97 or whatever. Stop changing it back to 93, though. Please. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah. That's the worst. That's the... Do, or if you're going to do what? Do the 2001. Because it looked closer to what y'all have now, in a sense. I mean, do you really want to look closer... Do you want to look closer, closer to, the, uh, to what it has on? You said what? Is that again? Do you want it to look 
as close as it is now? I'm about well, to say no. No, but I'm saying, like, as far as if they don't want to move nothing, if they don't feel like moving this, you can just put a little Tron, and you can do the, you can keep the, the bottom the same, but, you know, like, you know how they don't, they keep all the stages the same, they don't, they just turn the, turn the screens off and go to sleep. Like, uh-huh. they don't change nothing. So at least, if you don't go all out, at least go all out, like, just change the ropes, change the ring, change... You know, bring in it, somebody it, to commentate. It, it, it gotta them. be something that leads to the Royal Rumble because there's no point in having all these older people here. Just well, they, they do it all the time. Do what? They do it all the time. Yeah, but they back then no when they didn't they do it as much, it was cool to see them all back. But now, I'm like, first of all, it ain't even legends no more. I'm, like, I'm sorry, the Boogeyman ain't no legend. Yo, also USA definitely said if this is if the rumors are true, it's like listen, we need some more adult content. When they said adult content, it did not mean go and get the oldest fucking adults you could find. Well, you Actually, know they, you know what they're trying to do for Alicia and all them. What happened? I said, you know they're gonna try to make Alicia or Candace or somebody Tori Wilson do something. Like, come on, man! Like, Look, I'm telling you, unless they unless they have is a 15 year old boy trapped inside a 70 year old man's. It's body. just like this: if they're not going to have Candace, Michelle, and Toy Wilson make out, or Randy and Rip Rip Rick Flair's catheter bag off, it ain't really necessary. You know they're gonna have all them trying to win the 24 seven championship. That's exactly. And you know at least three of them is gonna win it. Carlito no, definitely. Three. Carlito and Boogeyman are definitely winning the 24 seven championship. I, I will say Carlito and maybe uh, Melina. Maybe Beth Phoenix just to say she did it. Oh, Beth, come on, Beth. This is, don't stop doing this Don't reduce Beth Phoenix to this. Well, hey, she uh, took RKO. I'm pretty sure she can. So, on Raw also, Ricochet lost to T-Bar uh, <laughs> from her business. And he was on I'm Raw. So... You, from who? Oh, shit, from uh, Retribution. Don't, don't, don't disrespect the Hurt business like that. And T-Bar, just, real quick, like. I hate that name. This man was for one. He was in shape. He had a six pack and everything. Now he just like big, just no shape, just bald, just another guy. It's like we don't get to see his awesome move sets or nothing. No, nothing because he's part of this retribution crap. So um, I think you touched. Uh, wait, it's all good. Uh, Ricochet was on Raw Talk. I barely watch Raw. I don't watch Raw Talk at all. And he was on there with uh, R2 who was trying to make him laugh, Richard O'Shea, as he called him. And he stayed. Richard O'Shea. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And he stayed in character. He didn't laugh. And he was actually uh, was talking about how a bad year he had. He, had, he said, honestly, if you asked me that question two weeks ago, hell, if you asked me that question a week ago, I would have confidently told you no. But now. Now, the more I sit and think about it, that's the problem alone. I have to sit and I have to think about it. He was asking him when he joined Retribution. And he said, I had to figure out some way. I had to figure out what it is in myself is why I always continue to fail. I couldn't hold on to the United States Championship for more than a couple of weeks. I I couldn't even touch Brock Lesnar. I couldn't even beat the Hurt Business. And now I can't beat Retribution. So something... So- uh-huh. Did he fight? Did he fight Buck? Am I missing something? He fought Buck earlier this year. Super Showdown, remember? Okay, okay. Oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah, it's it's Saudi Arabia, buddy. That's why. Sweet, sweet Saudi money. Oh Jesus. Um, something has got to change. I don't know what that is yet. And then um, 
he was on a break and break it down. Our truth tried to you know motivate him, and then but uh, she says much as I, much as I believe me, I want to sit here and I want to believe that. But you know he, he just can't. And first of all, I like how Ricochet had the you know the, the grandpa hat on at the, at the Raw talk. You see it right there, you know, with, with, with the feather on the side. He got the Dwayne from One on One hat. Yeah. Tell you right now, so there has to be a change to Ricochet. What do you think is going to be coming? He has to do like a drastic 180. He has to do something. I don't want him to join Retribution. I, me personally, I thought Ricochet should join the Hurt Business. Him and Cedric, Cedric should have been the tag team champions. Why Shelton become U, a U.S. champion and Bobby go after the WWE champion and MVP be the, the JJ Dillon of the group? Like, like. JJ was for the Four Horsemen. That's why I think should have happened. But now since the Hurt Business thing is not happening right now, and you talk about Retribution, I'm just like, I don't. It's a it's a loss losing the Retribution, and it'll be even more of a loss him joining Retribution. Mm-hmm. But it, there needs to be some kind of a, a deep change. Like a Ricochet needs a complete 180. And I heard some people uh, making a comparison of Sting. Remember when Sting had to make that whole big change from Surfer Sting to Crow Sting? Okay. I'm not saying Ricky got to be in the rappers and if, you know paint his face as Sting, but he he has to do that drastic change that the Sting that everybody liked, but then he had to go over and he he became that Crow Sting and didn't talk for a year. Which one was one of the most very interesting things and also frightening things about Stingin' at that time? Because in, in 90, 96, 97, man, just seeing Sting in the Raptors and pointing the baseball bat and having this like evil looking face with the crow paint, yo, that scared me. And they going off the air. Like, I, I remember watching this one WCW episode where, like, he came off the Raptors and it was like, oh, it's staying, we're out of time. And then it was like, <laughs> like, what's going on? And I'm sorry, Hogan, to say what you were about Hogan, he sold it the best. You know how he had that that lip uh, quivering? That's the only thing he sold in his life. Because <laughs> he was, yeah, he ain't sold nothing else. So he needs, that, he needs that kind of change. Like, I don't know what the change w- would be, but do you have any ideas? I can have all the ideas in the real. You know, doggone well, they're going to put this man in retribution. That sucks. Facts. You can you can make him grow his hair back. You can make him cut his beard. You can put him in a mask. Yo, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. I do not like Ricochet with the hair. Not even the, the regular fade? The fade was not fine. Regular, but I told you he had that long, long hair. Cut. Oh, no, 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 not a long cut. I'm talking about the regular, like, well, you can still see he had hair. I'm talking about that cut. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, well, you know, just in general, I think El Generico and Prince Pooper should be signed somewhere, but, you know, they kind of dropped off the face of the earth. So, I mean. El Generico is never coming back. <laughs> El Generico. Uh, he didn't die, but, you know, you know. He, he did. Um, 
Did you also, uh, I don't know, I, I can't find, I was sitting there looking for it. Did you see or hear the promo that Matt Riddle and Jeff Hardy cut into her business this past Monday on Raw? Okay. Was it the one that was like, we're the Hardy bros, bro? Is that one? No, I'm Something talking like about that? the okay, one okay, okay. where he was talking about some, you know, y'all celebrate, but y'all need to go to the club, and he was saying smoke weed without saying smoke weed and he was putting all this other mumbo jumbo into it and I was just like who actually wrote that you know they uh, filed for trademark for the Hardy Bros who WWE oh my god well Wait, yeah what happened? they filed for trademark for they the Hardy Bros trademark for the they Hardy Bros tra- trademark cast, um, cast, I'm gonna say cast, oh my god Keith Lee and they blocked it. Probably said that's his man. That man's legal name. Yeah, he right. like no, yeah, no, he ain't on him a name. Hey, uh, slavery. They didn't do that to, uh, to you know. Cody Rose didn't have his name with a long time, but Brandy Rose and Dustin Rose can have their names. You know that. Care about them? Um. Also, SmackDown seen its highest rating this year. Period, or in some time alone. We're on Christmas Day now, I honestly did not watch SmackDown on Christmas Day at all. But SmackDown drew a four million uh, viewership on Friday Night SmackDown, and going back to it and how people talk about how great that SmackDown was because we had a cage match between uh, Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns, which I heard was awesome. Big start the show, yeah. That started the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, Biggie must end the show. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, um, Biggie beat Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship, and then we had a uh, triple threat elimination women's tag match with Bianca and uh, Sasha Banks taking on Charlotte mm-hmm. and Oscar taking on Carmella and Bailey, which I did mm-hmm. see. Which ended up being pretty good, also. Yep. So, I was. I mean, at, there's a couple bad things in there too, but well, overall, good things. Daniel Bryan announced he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. Okay, um, I mean, well, that, that's good. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. Dude. He was like, "You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something I never did before. I'm going to announce myself in the Royal Rumble." I was like, oh, "All right," <laughs> but you know. Well, if you think about it, the times he was in it. He never announced it. He just showed up, and everybody was just like, "Oh man, they want him to win, and they eliminated him." And I was just <laughs> and like, "The time they wanted him to be in it, he wasn't in it." <laughs> Ooh, biggest heel of 2014 was Rey Mysterio. Ooh. Remember that? And then the next year he got in, and he was eliminated before number ten. Yeah, he was number ten. No, he was Goldust was number ten. Oh, that's right. He was eliminated yeah. before Goldust. Yes. Because Bray Wyatt Goldust got him. booed out the building. And I was just like, ooh, yep, they got built out the building. And then Roman won that Royal Rumble, and they gave them hell. You know, I never went back to watching the Rumbles on the actual W Network. I wonder if they edited them out, edited all that stuff out. Uh, I don't know. I didn't want, the, the one I really like to go back and watch is 2018 and 2017, just because they had the long ramp. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see people go out. Oh, oh so, so you, you like when the... Goldberg and them was getting rise down to the ring. Yes, I don't know. I, I guess the long ramp because the you know the Royal Rumble is all about when you when you make your entrance then you run down. So I mean, yeah. You know, why not do the Charles Robinson run to 
Yo, I always be scared that they're they, they going to bust their ass on that ramp, kind of like Daniel and Jones did. And if they show it, that's hilarious. You know, like, kind of like how Tyson did their Grace World Rumble's Titus World Slide. You don't ruffles. And I'm like, that man was greasy. He slid, oh, he slid all the way under the ring. Maybe I just like the lower ramps because I like the uh, WrestleMania uh, uh, 19 ramp. Because <laughs> that ramp was extra long because it got a curve in it. But it's like the ramp itself is just like a it's just like, like a sea of people. It's just like, I don't know. It was just me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still left at the tightest world slash. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. It's just funny. Uh, this man went all the way under the <laughs> Disappeared. <laughs> Yo, after, after taking a break from that Joe, that Joe's still funny, bro. That Joe is still funny. I still need a World Slide shirt. World Slide? Uh, but, hey, guys, uh, as of right now, that is going to be our show for this week. I appreciate you guys uh, staying tuned and watching. You see, my, my, my baby's starting to get excited now. So, uh, we're going to end the show right here. Make sure you check out spacesfilly.com, Dutch Cover we're a part of. Check out the shows they have on there, the Both Sides, Lula Pop, Lula Pop Horror Show, uh, Market Dark Show. And uh, check out the Nerd Coaches content on there, the No Gimme See the Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Ass and Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Drunk Thoughts, Super Tongues. Check out all of us on all the podcasts apps, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, Check out us also on YouTube Premium for the snippets of the podcast. Check us out also. Oh, um, uh, what, 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 what's it? Oh, uh, you guys can check us out on uh, therealnerdcoalition dot com or Teespring slash the Real Nerd Coalition to get your Nerd Coalition merch, your NC Studios or Level Up hoodies, your uh, Nerd uh, the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling podcast hoodies. Uh, check out also. Cute flow in the wardrobe and his new single, The Finish Line, that is out right now on all your musical platforms. Check out the Prime Nostalgia podcast that comes up every Friday. Make sure you guys check that out. And uh, you you gonna have a special New Year's one, Prime? Uh, we're supposed to have this, this other podcast on, but yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Okay, so you guys can check that out as well, and um. That's where we're at. As we leave you, I hope everybody has a safe and happy new year. Life is too short. Okay, I want to go. I want. I started with it. I'm going to end with it. Life is too short. Love everybody. Do the best that you can be. Make sure you leave an impact on this earth in a good way. Uh, and like I said, just just try to be. You know, a good person. I say, hug the ones, that kiss the ones that you love, and let people know that you love them and that you care about them. You know, there have there's been so much death this year. There's death every year. There's death every day. Obviously, it's just you know, this year we've seen a lot, and we've seen it at a rampant pace, and we have lost a lot of important people. We lost a lot of people that we don't even know about. Whatever the case may be, it's just a lot of loss for this year. So I want everybody, you know. Just love every minute that you can because life is too short. You never know when the next day is. It's it, it's common thing that you go to sleep, you wake up, you're expected to wake up, you're supposed to live your life. But there's just some days that you're just not going to wake up. Or there's some days that you do wake up and I know that th- this is going to be the last day. So, <clears throat> just wanted to be serious for a minute. 
uh, sorry to, to, to put the land storm out there, but uh, make sure you guys let you have a happy new year. The nerd, uh, the no give me see the rest of the podcast will be back next year in 2021 with our first episode, and then we're going to reveal to some of the things that we plan on doing. So, once again, this is NC a place to be, Joe Troy, Mr. Andy, and not Deion Sanders for prime time. All right, y'all, Orange Cassidy, thumbs up, exactly, and happy new year and Q Flow. Wherever you're at, take us out. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks. You already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's NC. Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.